You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long has joined us. Dwayne, how goes it? It's a good time to be a football fan with all the visits going on. Got things to talk about, man. Just makes you feel we're getting ready for football season. Yeah, activity is furious. I've used the word furious many times to describe what's going on over at the WAC, and it's just getting better every day. Some current events to deal with. Ohio State got a commitment yesterday from Caleb Brown, wide receiver out of the Chicago area, five foot 11, 177 pounds, most likely a slot guy, got a little bit of a Running back background, almost a Curtis Samuel type to some. Your thoughts on the addition of Caleb Brown, which we have been expecting for quite some time. Just a super athletic kid. Uh, explosive. Uh, once he gets the ball in his hands, he's he's really something. I, I, I am bothered by the fact that he spent most of his time as running back. Coming in and learning how to run patterns is one thing, but just having that familiarity with the position, I would have liked to have seen him more time at wide receiver. Once you get the ball in his hands, yeah, he's going to be a slot kid. He is, uh, watch out, get ready for the kickoff. If you were to put him next to the other two receivers in the class, Kion Grays and Caleb Burton, I would see those guys have more outside guys and Brown on the inside, as we discussed. That is going to come up later on in the show, and we will address it as such. Other news from yesterday, Gabriel Harris a Georgia class of 2023 defensive lineman previously committed to Florida state visited Ohio state last week, decommitted yesterday from Florida state An offer from Ohio state came right after that. What is your vibe on Gabriel Harris? It certainly does feel given that the crystal ball poll came from Florida state that he's going to be a Buckeye. His film just, just leaps out at you, man. I'm telling you the kid, he, he could, he's got the, potential to be really special he's a long kid he's very active i mean he is running all the time love to see those kids that just play to the whistle all the time uh he's got some explosiveness i think he's going to get too big though to be an edge i think he's going to be a kid that lines up on the strong side he's long it's just that's great news great news for us buckeye fans that that uh an athlete like that crystal balled from um, uh, a Florida State guy. That's that's a big deal. The bald by a Florida State guy, and it's a kid from Georgia, which is always good to hit the Bulldogs where it counts. All right, we are going to tackle as many questions today as we can. If we don't get to your question, we will get to it next week. Once again, we asked for front rowers to give us some questions to carry the show today. They've done a great job. We will get rolling. First question comes from Aiden2013. 
Which uncommitted 2022 player would you like a commitment from the most? One that we have a reasonable shot with, Dwayne. For me, it's Eni White. You got to keep this this thing churning with keeping. You got to rush the passer, Dan. You can't just sit back and coverage. It, it does not work. Eventually, you know, you got guys out there like uh, Quinn Ubers that is going to come and pick you apart. It's just the way it is. You got to rush the passer. So having a guy out there on the edge that can make the quarterback throw the football before he wants to or put him on the ground when he still got the ball, that is everything. And these guys go early. They're, that's It's essential. Defensive, defensive ends are just that crucial to the game that the NFL is going to come calling as soon as they hit their junior year, that, that third year. So uh, I love the kid. He's from an area that we've been recruiting really well. Uh, I, that's the one kid that I would say I want to get that kid in here. For all the same reasons, my choice would be Omari Abor to keep up the elite defensive end tradition. All right. Our next question is for today. We're going to handle a couple of spin doctors. Going forward, Dwayne, is Jim Harbaugh one and done at Michigan? No. If, if he gets, he's going to have to walk away from the job. They're not going to fire Jim Harbaugh. And here's another thing to think about. Uh, <clears throat> when you're talking about a coach that's won, he hasn't beat Ohio State, he hasn't won big games. Yeah, but how do you get another coach to come in there when a guy that's going to win eight games every year gets fired? That's just the, the, a very practical manner, a very practical matter that, that is not looked at. You know, you're thinking, well, that's not good enough for Michigan. Uh, <laughs> that's not the way other coaches are going to be looking at it. It's a job. And I'm going to win eight games a year and get fired. That's a that's a very practical matter that that doesn't get uh, figured into the equation. So uh, I don't think I don't think they'll ever fire him, and I don't know if it'd be a good idea. But I would ask this question: What program is in better shape right now, Michigan or Rutgers? I'm not sure of the answer, but the fact that it's even a question is an indictment of the Fighting Khakis. Dwayne, if you were Ohio State recruiting guru Mark Pantone. Would Eastlake offensive lineman Ryan Bear be a take? Not yet, but I think he could be. I He's just right there on that edge, and we want to look at some other guys more. This is not a, a uh, good offensive line class. It's not at all. So, you know, there's actually two arguments there. One is that it's not a great offensive line class, so don't reach. The other argument is, you got to take what you can get. So, and that with that argument, you know, you got to think he, he's a kid that could end up with a with an offer. That is something we will definitely track. We're going to take a quick break, come back, tackle some more questions. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. 
We are back. All right, Dwayne, OSU Mike. Assuming 30 carries for Ohio State's running backs in the opener at Minnesota, how would you split those carries up? Wow. That's a, that's a question. The amount of talent that's there that early, you got to think they're going to go with Teague. He's the returning guy. He's got the most reps. He's got the most experience. So you're going to want to get, um, you're going to want to get him, get him started, give him the opportunity. I just don't think they're going to come out and say, okay, uh, uh, Trayvon Henderson, here's the job or, or, uh, or meatball here. Here's the job. I think they're going to make Teague lose it on the field. So, uh, I would try to get at least three of the guys in there with, with, uh, 30 carries. Uh, I would give, I, I could see Teague getting half of them. Based on what you said there, and there's really no way to know, I'll go 10, 10, 10, just to see what happens. The next two questions were about Zach Rice. We've got plenty of content coming up on Zach Rice here. He is the offensive lineman, a highly rated left tackle who it does seem like Ohio State and North Carolina are doing a really good job recruiting him right now. I'll just say that. Buckeye85262. Who are a couple players on the roster that are not getting talked about that you think could be all Big Ten this year? The wide receiver group that somebody is going to emerge from there that we're not expecting. Jackson Smith and Jigba is a kid that is not getting talked about as much. This kid is just a receiver, and he's a better athlete than than uh, than what we think. I think he could really he's he's like an Olave, so I, I think he could emerge. Absolutely. And uh, let me see who else really jumps out at me at the linebacker position. We've got some kids that we have not seen a lot of, but when they have been on the field, uh, they've, they've caught my attention. So one of the, one of the linebacker group, just say the, the field, uh, one of those guys could, could come out of there and, uh, and be uh, an impact player. They're going to get a lot of reps, Dan, the, the linebacker, group is going to get a lot of reps my choice is going to be josh proctor tightens up some stuff always had a chance to be a big hitter and a playmaker if you can get some of the other you know more basic stuff tied up i think he's got a chance to be a standout that's also some wishful thinking that we get a safety in there and that means things are going well another question from buckeye 85262 brian hartline is gaining national recognition for his efforts as ohio state's wide receivers coach could you see a school trying to swoop in and trying to hire him away? I could see that happening, uh, but I, it's going to be as an offensive coordinator. Nobody's just going to come in and give him a head coaching job after just being a position coach. I don't see that happening. He just does not seem to be real interested in being a coach anywhere else. I have to think somebody has come in on this kid because, look, when you're talking about position coaches, a lot of it is just recruiting. They've got to be great recruiters. Who's recruiting better than Brian Hartline anywhere in college football? I could see somebody coming in and offering him. I just don't see the kid leaving. I think he wants to be a coach here, offensive coordinator, head coach eventually. I think that's what that's what his career plan is. He's going to leave. It's going to be for the NFL. Keep in mind, he is financially independent and is not chasing a career ego match. I think like some coaches, he's done it as a player. We are blessed to have him. I would assume he stays at Ohio State. And if he's going to leave, it will be for the NFL. Another place he has great experience. 
The question here is you or his teammate receiver Landon Sampson even a consideration after the Caleb Brown commitment? Yes, he is. He will have a chance to be in the class eventually. I absolutely believe he, he, he has a chance. If he's still around in January when we're more sure of where we are, where we stand, I absolutely believe he could get an offer. There's a lot to like about that kid. A lot to like. So, uh, yeah, I could see him getting an offer. Absolutely. It, it's a comfort thing for Quinn Ewers to have that kid that he's used to throwing the ball to. I, I think he could get an offer, yeah. And, all right, he told me how to spell it. It's capital G-E-O-G-O-DIT. With both Bill Curlick and Steve Wiltvon putting in a crystal ball for Zion Branch, the safety out of Bishop Gorman in Vegas, does that make him a lock to be a Buckeye? What is your opinion of him? And will it affect our chances with Xavier Nwankpa if he were to commit? I will quickly go. When both Steve Wiltfong and Bill Curlick put in a crystal ball for someone, I then assume he is in the class. He is a very good player and will be a standout safety recruit. They have also offered his younger brother, who's also a beast. So that lets you know that not just a Bishop Gorman, but a Bishop Gorman branch pipeline. And I do not think will affect their chances with the Iowa safety, Xavier Nwangpa. Dwayne, finish it with your thoughts on those two guys. Those two safeties, we were talking about this yesterday on the board. Those two safeties coming in, we are, we are cornerback university. I don't care what anybody says, but we have just not been as effective recruiting safeties. These two together, those two guys, you look at their films, I'm telling you, We'd have to go back to, I went all the way back to when Mike Burden came in from Illinois. We had uh, Shea Bryant. He was from Canton McKinley. And Damon Moore, that, that trio of safeties that came in back in John Cooper's early days. Now, you may not remember him because as, uh, Shea Bryant was very much like Malik Hooker. And Mike Burden was, was uh, Mike Doss before Mike Doss got here. Those two would have been dynamic. They, they had great issues and did not ever play here. But th that's going back a long way. That's how good these guys are. And uh, bringing them, those two in together, oh, my goodness. That would be, you want to talk about a naked jaunt. If you made it through the whole show and you know everyone Dwayne just referred to, you are one heck of a Bucknutter. We'll get to the rest of these questions next week. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.